Welcome aboard the cruising show. If you're new here, my name is Ken. I'm here with my wife, Andrea, and you can watch us here on YouTube, on Facebook, or you can listen to us on your favorite podcasting platform, Spotify, Apple, Google, or just head on over to thecruisingshow.com. That'll bring you over to our website. We are going to be sharing with you today um, the true cost of cruising. <laughs> now, I just think cruising is an amazing bargain. You get an amazing trip. Mm -hmm. And I'm so guilty of saying to my friends, though, oh, it's so cheap to cruise. You can cruise for $350 for the week. How can you even afford to stay home? And I think sometimes I might be misleading <laughs> them a little bit because there is a little bit more to the cost of cruising. Yeah. So I still think that cruising is an amazing bargain, but we're going to go over kind of the minimum cost and all the extras that you can do. Yeah, because there can definitely be a lot of extras, but you can do it on a budget as well. Absolutely. So it's, um yeah, we're going to go over all of that today. I mean, if you're an avid cruiser, you're going to know a lot of this stuff. Um, but there's a lot of you who have maybe never cruised before or are thinking about going on a cruise mm -hmm. or have only cruised a couple times and you want to make a budget. So hopefully what we're going to be talking about today will help you out. Mm -hmm. um, let us know in the chat where you're from. We've got a few people out there today. Welcome, Mike. Welcome, Big G. Um, welcome aboard. And um, we enjoy having you on here. If yes, you do comment you. in there, we will try to bring some of the comments into the show um, we can't do it with all of them, but we'll, we'll try to bring some of them into the show and bring that into the conversation as well. So again, welcome aboard and thank you for joining us today. Um, Palm Springs, California. Awesome. We were in Palm Springs, Mike, last summer. summer. August. Yes, it was, it, was hot. <laughs> it was really hot. And um, Sherwood Park, Alberta. Welcome, Bob. Oh, hi, you're, Bob. you're not too far from us. We're in Kelowna, British Columbia. Yeah. So um, you're... Uh, you're, I think, outside of uh, Edmonton, if I'm not mistaken. So welcome. Welcome aboard, Bob. So, yeah, why don't we just dive right into this, Andrea? Mm -hmm. I think, um, let me jump over here. We, we want to start out with the bare bones costs of cruising. So what's the minimum that you can expect to pay? Because um, there's a lot of expenses, like you said, that you could add on to make it as luxurious as you like. And we have done the bare bones cruising and we have had an amazing trip. Other uh, bare bones, other than flights and the like yes. bare minimums, but true, like, true. Yeah. Um, I think our first cruise we went on, we basically did bare bones other than, than the, you know, the odd souvenir and um, the flights and transfers, what that sort of thing. Yeah. But, and it was still one of my favorite trips. Absolutely. So, yeah. Um, well, dump, jump into dump into <laughs> jump into some of the bare bones costs of cruising. I know you have stuff you want to say. I have here. some, yeah. So I did a, a search online and I found something that you know we would find of interest. It was a seven night cruise to Mexico out of LA. It was four hundred and fourteen dollars. So for an that, in, inside cabin for an inside cabin. So that is your base fare for the cruise. Four hundred fourteen dollars per person, and that's generally based on two people in a cabin. Mm -hmm. Sometimes the price goes up per person and sometimes down per person, depending if you have more or less. Or, yes. And it can be quite expensive if you're tra uh, traveling solo. It can, yes. It can be. So that is a whole other thing to look into. Um, so you're going to have your cruise fare. 
And the next thing that you do have to pay is the taxes and port fees. Yes. And those vary depending on where you're going. If you're cruising yeah. out of LA and you're going to Cabo, Mazatlan and Puerto Vallarta, that is a lot less expensive in port fees than it is if you go to Alaska. Yes. And the other thing I should mention, some cruises will have four ports versus three or two ports. So you are going to be paying a different amount depending on the ports and where those ports are located. Yes. And then the other thing that is expected is gratuities. Yeah. And a lot of the cruise lines will just bill you for the um, gratuities and it's automatic. So often you'll see prepaid gratuities. So um, you can prepay them as you're kind of um, what's it called? Bo not booking, but like you're registering for your cruise ahead of mm -hmm. time. Um, you can have that already charged so you don't have to think about it later. Um, or if you don't do that, they'll uh, put it on your account. account on the ship. So when I was looking at that $414 cruise, it had port fees of $130. Again, this is per person. And gratuities would be $112 per person if you did the automatic what they charge to your account. So you're looking at a bare bones cruise of $656 per person, not $414. And that is not including how to get there. That's having your friend drop you off at the cruise ship. <laughs> we, all, we all need the friend that drops us off at the cruise ship. We do. Yeah. <laughs> and that's, you know, that's, that's just getting on the cruise ship. That's yeah. nothing else. Yeah. Well, our last cruise, we just got off the Carnival Vista and we had an hour and 40 minute Uber ride back to the airport because of construction. But yeah, there's a lot, there can be a lot of transportation costs. So, or parking, all that kind of stuff. And we'll get into that a little bit yeah. more. Yeah. Um, and yeah, so that would be like the bare bones cost. Do you want to speak a little bit on um, what gratuities cost? Yeah, yeah, sorry. Now, they vary depending on your stateroom and the company you're cruising with. So I searched just a few of the companies looking up. Most of them charge between $16 and $25 per person mm -hmm. per day. Yeah. And they all have slightly different rules. So mm -hmm. like with young children and stuff, some are no gratuities expected under two, some are three. So you're going to want to go online and read specifically for your cruise. Yeah, no, for sure. And also I do want to mention that gratuities can depend on the type of cabin you get as well. Yes. Yeah, so, so if you're getting a suite, they, the price tends to go up per person. Yeah. Versus a, a basic room. I do want to um, note here. Uh, welcome to uh, Big G is from New Zealand. So, wow, uh, you're you're far away. Welcome. You're far away. And then um, Bob is mentioning this is um, so basically he's saying that the um, cheapest fare from Edmonton is out of LA. And we found for our mm -hmm. end of where we're at as well in um, British Columbia, um, going to LA and cruising out of there can be very affordable just because it's easy to get there. And again, most of them go to Mexico and the port um, fees, port are, fees low. are are yeah. low. So um that's a kind of a good point there. So um the any other thoughts on on all of this? The the bare bones costs? No, I just think you can have a great cruise. I see though that Big G has a question here. Sure. Um so what about last minute bookings just before the sailing? Four for the price of two. <laughs> well, we're gonna talk about deals later a little bit, yeah. but you are right. Um, so we did the Carnival Panorama last August with our son. And those can be some of the best deals. Um, 
so we had to pay for two fares and then our son was a dollar mm-hmm. but the gratuities and port fees he's we still had to pay for him yeah so the cruise fare was a dollar um but you still paid for gratuities and that and the same thing when we sailed with all of our kids on msc mm-hmm. um the same thing um there was discounted rates and kids sale free and different things like that and there's still gratuities there's still all those costs as well but the last minute uh cruise deals can be really good mm-hmm. uh, i work for the school district so i'm very limited to a school calendar at this time and that makes it more tricky to pick last minute deals but some of the best deals like especially if you can go in the off season incredible if you can go last minute yes for sure for sure so um yeah i think uh for the bare bones cost i think they're pretty straightforward one thing i do want to mention and i'm not sure um if big g knows this i know in australia i believe gratuities um can be included in the fare and i i'm not sure if that's the case in new zealand as well um but it's a different structure. It's a there. different structure there for sure. So why don't we jump into our next category? And this is where a lot of the extra costs can can come in. Um, so we've got a few different categories. The next, th- this one is onboard costs and extras. Mm-hmm. And I think, do you want to start out with internet? I do. Because internet, we all have our busy lives. Um, we try to limit how much internet we buy. We do. And this is a tricky one because I do like to be connected to home and it's not just uh, uh, streaming the internet or for for Mm -hmm. fun. Uh, Internet though can get very expensive and isn't always the best um, internet service that you expect when you, when you're at home, let's say like, and often it It leads to a lot of frustration because people pay big money and depending where you're at, the reception just isn't very good at times. Yeah. But let's like talk about the cost. And one thing I do notice, if you do pre-purchase your internet, it tends to be less expensive. Some some of the companies run 10% off. Some of them run 20% off. Yeah. Uh, they may have uh, different internet uh, packages where you can just pay for 24 hours, but those tend to run you a fair bit more. But for instance, I saw... Uh, one cruise line was offering 20 to about $28 per day, per day depending on the speed. Whereas NCL, uh, a Norwegian, was running between $29 and $39 per day as an add-on. And one thing I noticed when we were on the Vista a couple of weeks ago, the cost to buy it on the ship for the day were more expensive than if you pre-purchased it before you went. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's something to think about as well. Now, we will commonly just buy it for a couple of days on the ship, maybe a sea day, that sort of thing. Um, when we've gone to Alaska, because we'll have a data package with our cell phones and you're in port for three days and um, or even four days or in mm-hmm. Canada, so you might stop in Victoria, you might already have access to the internet off the ship for three or four days. So um, I don't I don't think we find it worthwhile for ourselves then to buy a full week package. We might buy it for a day or two during that trip. Um, yeah. the, the thing too, I should say is that isn't per cabin. That is allowing one device in most cases yeah, to or, log in or for one person. Yeah. But you can often log out and then like someone else in your cabin log in, but mm-hmm. you can't simultaneously simultaneously run two devices some packages do though yes 
Yeah, but... some will allow you more devices or different things like that. So um, internet can definitely add up. For sure. Um, different things, of course, everybody likes to have some fun on the ship. And there's different things like beverages, for example, um, pubs or different things like that. Now, this can definitely get pricey. Yeah, no, the cruise line does provide you with beverages. So if you've never cruised before, you go to breakfast, most of them will have coffee, tea, uh, orange juice, mm -hmm. uh, maybe a couple other kind of juices, depending on the cruise line that are inclusive. And then usually at lunchtime, it is either like a nice tea, lemonade, or some kind of flavored water. water. Um, yeah, flavored waters. Um, then there's, you know, coffees and teas and hot chocolate commonly you'll see as complimentary on the ship. Often you'll have to go to the buffet or a small little kind of complimentary restaurant to get that. You might see little kiosks around the ship. But in the main but, dining rooms, often you can ask and you may or may not be able to get things like iced tea or lemonade. But all those other beverages that they advertise. Sodas, drinks, beer, all the frilly, 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 frilly drinks. <laughs> they, they, they cost money. Cost money. Yeah. And so they do try to sell you uh, beverage packages. Okay, yeah. And you can purchase your beverages one like individually, one at a time, or you can buy a drink package. Um, I, I was, but it, it can be pretty pricey and they can add quite a bit to your cruise. So do you want to speak? I know, I know a lot of the drinks are between 10 and $15 US, um, but of course they, the sky's the mm -hmm. limit depending on what you're getting, but that would be like a common price on a ship. But I know weekly plans and the, keep in mind, typically everyone in the cabin over the age so, if, of 21 would have to buy a beverage pack if one person does yeah. so for example i was looking at carnival mm -hmm. and their drink package currently is 59.95 a day per person plus 18 percent gratuity so on a seven night cruise that would come to 495 dollars per person per person yeah so your $440 cruise just $414 cruise. <laughs> $414 cruise just more than doubled in price if you wanted that package. Yes. And that is if you like your beverages, that is the way to go. They also have the uh soda packages yeah. on the cruise line. So if you want non-alcoholic, uh, I know Royal Caribbean has a middle of the line package that is non-alcoholic but includes like mocktails mm -hmm. and that sort of thing. But the drink package uh, and drinks can add up you know what we have seen uh soda like cans well vary from what like two to three dollars it's usually each? two to three dollars i know um when we were on princess last summer it was i think it, this was to alaska on the discovery princess um soda in a in a glass i believe was a dollar fifty and the prices could have gone up um and a can was two dollars plus gratuity. Yeah. Um, but I believe it was $3 a can for soda on carnival. carnival. And, you know, we looked at the soda package and, um, for us, we were looking at it and I, I like to have a soda once in a while, but in order to justify it, I was going to have to have soda, at least three cans of soda every day mm -hmm. to break even, or I could just buy them individually. So we opted to buy them individually on that cruise. Yeah. Um, the other thing is, and, you know, if you are trying to sail on a budget, a lot of the cruise lines um, will allow you to bring 12 pack of non-alcoholic cans onto the ship. So double check that. I know you'll see, especially on Carnival and Royal Caribbean, Royal Caribbean you'll see people walking in with a case of 
Pepsi or whatever. It does have um, to be in your carry-on. You can't put it in your check-in. In your suitcase. Yeah. yeah. And uh, you do need to check because there are like size. They can't be oversized cans or anything. So they all yeah. have their own rules. Um, one thing I just want to bring back up on the internet, Bob mm -hmm. here is saying um, for platinum level, it's $10 a day um, for 10 days, um, which is a great deal. So if you, really if you have status with a cruise company, um, they'll often give you bonuses where you can get discount so that's great to know thank yeah, you bob that's good to know all right so um i think we'll kind of move on to the next part mm -hmm. of that which i think similar thing is specialty restaurants um so i can't think of a ship that doesn't have specialty restaurants mm -hmm. maybe yeah, some yeah. from like the 80s if there's any of those around um but ships will have several areas where you can go to specialty restaurants and they're commonly things like Emerald's Bistro or, mm -hmm. I mean, almost every ship probably has a steakhouse on it. Yep. Um, like Carnival, uh, commonly you'll see Fahrenheit 555 Steakhouse. But there's, um, I was going to, I fumble on this one, Cucina del Capitano. Italian um, restaurant. Italian restaurants. There's Which is the Asian, like sushi, or it could be. Um, uh, bonsai sushi, different things like that. Um, I, now I know I'm just listing off carnival ones, but I can't uh, remember mm -hmm. um, some of the names on the other ones. Um, so those are our costs and commonly, you know, I mean, stakes are going to be more, but commonly those will start in the, you know, 20, $25 range probably for just for, for going to those restaurants. So that's something to think about as well. If you're not wanting to eat in the main dining room and, um, you're wanting to go some to some of the specialty restaurants that will cost yeah and then they will add a gratuities on top of that too usually 18 to 20 percent on top of the the fee that they advertise yeah no for sure um yoshi's uh saying he's shocked that paying a hundred dollars internet for a little over a week he thinks that's a little little uh pricey and i yeah. i agree it is pricey um but they Internet Some... on, on cruises. <laughs> it's very, very, very expensive. That's why we try to like internet detox a little bit on holidays. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, so, yeah, so uh, especially restaurants. And you know what? Some of those restaurants are great. So um, it's your holiday. Do what you like, but um, mm -hmm. it can add up. Um, spas. And they have beautiful spas and beautiful spa areas. We like to go take in the spa tour and check out the yeah. facilities. How how nice is the the hot tub overlooking the the water? It does look nice. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry for those of you on the podcast, but there's a <laughs> there's a hot tub with its own private window overlooking uh, Galveston. <laughs> oh, if you want to feel a little bit better, though, it is it is in port, so it's yeah. more industrial. It's not quite the beautiful view you would get. See. <laughs> but uh, um, yeah, there's some awesome little spa areas on the ship but um they're they're pretty pricey they're more expensive uh than you typically would pay at home at least that i found their pricing but you know what on our last cruise i, I think there were days where um they ran specials well you could tell they were quiet yeah at times because they would come on the cruise director would come on and say hey we have 10 spots open at this discounted price for a, for a massage. The first 10 people can get it, but they're now. <laughs> Basically, they're in the next two hours for the. Well, and they also, what's really nice, especially if we were going on an Alaskan cruise, Yeah. 
is they have the therapy um what do they call it they call it the uh like on princess it was the enclave they have their spa their thermal suite thermal area. suite oh, okay yeah, yeah and it has their you know their hydrotherapy pool they have those um they're like tiled um loungers that are heated, heated. Yeah. so if you're somewhere saunas and I, I don't know that in the caribbean i would enjoy that because i'm already like warming up but if you're Alaska that would be pretty sweet yeah that would be really nice so and some of those are actually are included if you pay for like a spa cabin yeah or you buy a pass for the week or whatever they have they yeah. would be nice no for sure and some of those things like even um on carnival they have the Havana cabins that get you the private Havana area pools and yeah. um and hot tubs so um depending on the camp the cabin you have you might get perks as well mm -hmm um other than that we've got souvenirs candy shops but there's also um high-end souvenirs too though well i don't have pictures of high-end souvenirs but i have oh. pictures of hats for 20 dollars. that's not bad <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but you often but, they have designer purses and perfume well and... that's just it if you haven't um been on a cruise lately there are a lot of like jewelry stores watches um they make they, they sell a lot of that stuff on there and they're and we're not talking like low-end stuff a lot of high-end purses and things a lot of yeah yeah they yeah. they they want to sell to you and yeah. then they also have a more affordable things especially like their logo wear yeah and that's what i had here was yeah. the like carnival hats and shirts that was twenty dollars for the combo um so even if you want some souvenirs on the ship sometimes they're they can be affordable for sure. And you know, and some of the cruise lines will run clearance sales where they run sell things that are from past seasons or <laughs> like I've seen five dollar t-shirts. Well, I've seen t-shirts on cruises that aren't even from that cruise. Okay, I think there was um a t-shirt on our last cruise that said spring break 2019. <laughs> <laughs> so if you're looking for a bargain and you don't mind the wrong year, <laughs> that's when you spill everything on you and you just yeah. need a shirt. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Awesome. Uh, um and then so from there onboard activities and i've noticed that the newer bigger ships mm -hmm. have really put in um activities or uh, like special features that have an additional cost yes um roller coasters yes that was um, and that was 15 dollars. yeah I, that was about a year ago uh, i did the roller coaster on the mardi gras um, I don't know if the price is the same still, but I think it was $15 at the time. And I can't remember. It was probably no more than a minute long. It yeah, was short. It was quick. Um, but you had to book it. It gets busy. And they're money makers for the cruise lines. They're fun. Don't get me wrong. Mm -hmm. um, but they're, they're definitely... Well, especially if you're traveling with kids and they see these things, they're going to want to go on the roller coaster. Yeah. So it's good to know ahead of time. But it's kind of the, Price. I don't want to call it a once in a lifetime experience, but how many people get to ride a roller coaster on a cruise ship? That's true. So That's like cool. stuff like that, I find, I find worth it. Yeah. Um, more than other things personally. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> um, go-karts. That's fun. Yeah. yeah. Norwegian really likes their go-karts. I believe they have that on the bliss. This was on the Enjoy. Norwegian joy in Alaska. Um, and I, the training price was that like 15 or 25 roughly? I, I think it was somewhere 15 to 20 dollars i don't and that was a few years ago yeah. um so i think the bliss the joy and another one has it i believe so um so you might be able to see things like that 
um, as well as IMAX theaters. Oh, we just there was an IMAX theater on the Carnival Vista, which actually I would say um, we went and saw an IMAX film in 3D, and so it wasn't the um, like a normal movie. They did show normal movies in there as well, and that was I think around sixteen or eighteen dollars. Um, we saw an IMAX film, so the kind of the forty five minute made for IMAX or three D, and I believe that was only eight dollars. Just under eight dollars. Yeah, and it was a beautiful theater. Like it was, uh, I actually think as at least as nice as our theaters here at home. Yeah, it was. It was, it was big. The seats kind of reclined back. Um, so. Yeah, I enjoyed that. I, you know, when we say some stuff was expensive, I actually walked out of there when saying that was eight dollars. That was a good deal because I think it's that was cheaper to go to IMAX on the ship, ship than here than, on land. Than here on land, yeah. So, um, some some interesting <laughs> things you can do, and I mean, there's more than what we're saying here today, but there's really cool stuff that you can run into on ships, and of course, for the kids, um, there's arcades or VR arcades you might mm -hmm. see. Um, this is just a regular arcade, but you'll see um, VR arcades where there's like um, driving simulations or walking tight ropes with goggles on, all that kind of stuff on the ships. And those are not free. Those are not included. I'd actually recommend if you are traveling with kids, um, make sure that there's a limit set up yeah. on their room key. Because yes. you just pay with your room key. Unless you don't care, you could be in for a real surprise at the end of your week. Yeah. Yeah, no, it, it, it can because that room key has a lot of power. <laughs> well, even yeah. I, hmm. I remember I, I went and did the claw thing. Uh -huh. I can't remember what it was, three, four bucks or whatever, but it lasted like fifteen seconds. I'm like, oh, that was fast. <laughs> and we were cruising with our yeah. son, and he was like, try it again, Dad, try it again. So, I'm like, yeah, you can burn through money fast in in, <laughs> in the arcade. So, um, and yeah, I, I think that's. You know, there's so many more kind of activities on board. Um, so there's a, a few other ones I noted. Um, Royal Caribbean has things like the North Star, mm -hmm. which might be free. And then certain times, if it's in a special location, they might charge. Um, so it's like an arm that you go up high in the sky. They'll do an extended one, too, that you can pay for. Yeah. So there's in free ver like trips, and then there's upgraded. Yeah. So there's different things like that. What else do I have listed here? Of course, um, Gambling, if you're into like the casinos, bingo is popular on the yes. ships. A lot of people play bingo um, and fundraisers. Well, yeah. And I, you know, I really like the fundraisers. Carnival does their groove for St. Jude, which is a fundraiser for the hosp children's hospital, That's I believe. Right, yeah. Um, so there's those sorts of things. And then um, I was thinking, oh, there was one more though. Um, when we were on Carnival, there was deal or no deal which is like a oh. big game. And to, if you want to be like actually playing along, you have to buy a card. Yeah. Now you can go and just watch for free, but if you want the chance of winning money, you do have to pay. To yes. And maybe that's why uh, the cruise is $414 that you selected because they yeah. want you to buy all the extras. Yeah. yeah. So that's how uh, they get you on there. Well, some people don't even pay for their cruise. That's if, true. Um, if you're an avid gambler, they will commonly offer you free cruises. So um, just because they know... But uh, we're not saying to go out and gamble and you'll no. get a free cruise. <laughs> uh, even some of the casinos, Partner. people on land, people have uh, been offered free cruises. Mm -hmm. uh, but I'm not sure if they pay port fees and stuff. I yeah, don't know I'm not sure works. how that works. But um, because they know that they, on average, will will make money off of giving people free cruises. So that's something 
um, if you are a gambler, look into that. You might mm -hmm. uh, you might uh, get a free cruise. Um, the other area that we wanted to talk about was private areas on the ship. So um, there's a few of these. Um, one like on Princess, they had the sanctuary. Yes. Um, kind of private cabanas and hot tubs and stuff, but you did have to pay pay, pay to get in there as well. I wanted to just touch them when you talk about private areas and exclusive. Some of them on some cruises, I believe, would be really worth it, especially if you um, can afford to do the upgrade and it's spring break, let's say, when the ship is really full. Mm -hmm. You might really enjoy having a less crowded space. But I also want to just, um, there was a question there about um, oh, the day. Yeah. Um, you can go back. Opinion on day passes. Is it worth it? And when do you use it? So we haven't purchased a day pass or used the uh, spa pass. I personally don't think I would enjoy it in hot weather. First of all, you have a group benefits package. So you get, we get massages and things like but that. But that's not included in no, the spa pass. No, uh, I get yeah. it. But um, uh -huh. so some of that stuff we have access to at home um mm -hmm. for for the spa but you're right about the spa passes for the um the bubbly tub <laughs> I, I actually think what i would i because i think they actually look really nice mm -hmm. sitting on those benches and i would like the hydrotherapy pool um i think if i was going to do it though what i would do is look for when they have a sale in their spa cabins yeah that includes it because yeah. sometimes the price difference to upgrade to the spa cabin can be like just over a hundred or a little bit more yeah. for that upgrade. And then I think it's totally worth it. Yeah. Uh, Those heated chairs are nice. I, I think I'd really enjoy the saunas and that sort of thing. So, But um, I personally would need it in colder weather. Yes. I'm, I get a little too warm with the Caribbean <laughs> as it is. I'm more for Alaska. Like, Alaska, Alaska absolutely. That's when I would use it. <laughs> So let's jump over to our next category here. Um, it was excursions and port costs. Cause there can be a lot of fees to add on for that sort of thing as well. Um, and if we talk about that um, cruise, one of our first cruises we did, we just got off in port and walked around and explored the city and we had a great time. I, I like to explore, hence the name Northern Viking Explorer. I like to walk around cities, even in our own town. I like to go for drives, find new streets that I haven't seen before. Um, I like to explore. So just walking around a new place is extremely enjoyable for me. Some of you might hate that. So an excursion might be what you want to do. But I think about going to, um, we went to San Juan last year, Puerto mm -hmm. Rico. And I just, I was enamored by just walking around the city, walking on the cobblestone streets. And yet we did go into the, um, the forts and the castles that you had to pay to go into at minimal cost. That was probably one of, if not my favorite, my top favorite ports ever. And we didn't really do an excursion other than paying $10, $15 to go into the fort. And the one pass got us into the other, other fort, fort. And, and it was very inexpensive day. And yeah, we were able just to walk the short walk each way. Yeah. I, I guess one thing I do want to mention is, so for us, for me personally, um, let's take uh, zip lining, for example. I like going on a zip line, but within half an hour of our house, we have three zip line courses. So if I go to a country across the world, 
I would rather see what the city and culture is like than go zip lining. Zip lining's fun, don't get me wrong, but I can do that at home. I'd rather see And same with like things like ATVs. We live really close to the forest. Yeah. And a lot of people in our community have ATVs. So if we want to yeah. go ATVing, just we call can up a call friend. up a friend <laughs> and be like, hey, we'll yeah. pay your gas. Let's go ATVing for yeah. the day. And so um those kind of things influence, but maybe some people love to do high energy things all the time. It's yep. your holiday, do what you want, but we're saying you can do it inexpensive or you can spend a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Cause some a of those lot. excursions are expensive. Um, for example, in Skagway, Alaska, mm -hmm. um, first of all, I want to say that Alaska excursions I found to be more expensive, way more expensive. Like when you look at the the list the first time if you're used to cruising to mexico or the caribbean i think your mouth is going to drop yes yeah. you'll be in for a surprise they're they're not discounted anyway it's it's pricey yeah no for sure and so a popular one is riding a train into the mountains and you know those are sometimes a lot of people are going to alaska for their once in a lifetime bucket list cruise and you know that's awesome do the train do yeah. it all because that's what you're going there for but those excursions Add can up. be more i think the train was more expensive than we paid to go on the discovery princess and keep in mind there was there was a lot of posts, not quite not quite. not quite but close to it yeah there was a lot of deals the last couple of years in cruising we because got an of, amazing deal when we went <laughs> but but there's there's definitely um there's definitely some cost to these excursions um there's things like you can do zip lining. Mm -hmm. um, this is in Amber Cove. So um, you can do that kind of stuff. There's costs for that. Um, you know, and the, they're endless. You can do scuba. Um, you can do learn to scuba or if you're experienced, you can do something more aggressive. But there's so many things that you can can dive into that way. And, um, you know, you can I want to say you can go as expensive as you want because they're I mean, it's not cheap to take a helicopter to a glacier and go um with dog sleds and that kind of stuff like there's some expensive excursions but some you can those do are dream bucket list items yeah like you can you can do really crazy fun things in port yes but you can also keep it modest and walk around the city and well, explore ports or our last cruise we were in Cozumel and we we walked we walked down to a restaurant which I knew had access to snorkeling and mm -hmm. we had a great day and it was very inexpensive, but people had also paid for an excursion. So to the that, that's actually, if you're watching on the stream, that's actually where this is right now. So the people swimming and snorkeling there, many of them had paid to come there with an excursion. And we walked there and had a similar excursion. We were snorkeling, they were scuba diving, um, but there were snorkelers as well. Snorkeling, but yeah. we were snorkeling in the exact same area that people were scuba diving. Yes. Like right up five <laughs> feet above them. So um, it's you know, you can, I think that's where it comes back to when you said, um, I believe you said earlier, do your research. Absolutely. Before do your you research go. Your, and you want to know, number one, I should say, you want to know your safety. Yes. Can you get off in port safely and walk around in that area? You want to know transportation because some of these ports are not in the middle of the city mm -hmm. and you're far from there's, you need to, you should know ahead of time because you'll cut your stress down yeah. I've talked to people who have been angry in the past that they paid for an expensive excursion and then they just ended up at the exact same place 
that people walked to or took a bus to or a taxi and paid a quarter of the price or a tenth of the price um, because they just took... you know and that's a whole nother podcast it we is talk yeah. about because the whole debate of booking with the cruise line or doing privately yeah we could devote a lot of time yeah for sure for sure <laughs> so a lot of time um, for that. So yeah, there's, again, there's um, all those excursions. The other thing is there's a lot of private, um, I don't want to call them private beaches, but private stops. So for example, Amber Cove, um, you've got, so if you haven't um, been to the Amber Cove before, that is in Dominican Republic. It's a private stop owned by Carnival. So it's Carnival ships, or I think you'll see Holland America there and and um, probably Princess as mm -hmm. well. Um, so it's a private shopping area, private pools, private that sort of thing. You'll you might not see other ones. Um, Perfect day at Coco K or Castaway K. There's a whole bunch of them. Um, most of the cruise lines have have private beaches or private islands or private resorts, um, and there's more of them being built. So I personally like these stops. I do too, and the beach access is commonly free with free loungers if they have a beach like amber cove for example has pools, pools yeah. um that are that are free to go like to. grand turk was a beach mm. and you know they had loungers that were included and you could have a gorgeous beach day and you're you're right you get off the ship you're right there now was was grand turk a mm -hmm. carnival stall i can't remember we were on the mardi gras so the, exactly. regardless there was a yeah. private beach there um but mm. So, but it's free to go there, but then there's costs while you're there. Yes, can be costs. There can be costs. Yes. So you can do it for free, but things if you want to rent cabanas, that's going to mm -hmm. cost you. Mm -hmm. um, things like kayaking or stand-up mm -hmm. paddle boards, jet skis, yeah. uh, massages, those little fish that eat your feet in the yeah. pools, um, chairlifts. And you say chairlifts, what's that? Um, Mahogany, Mahogany Bay. Bay has a transportation chairlift. Because it's a walk over to the beach. Mm -hmm. So they put in a, a chairlift that can take you there. So yeah. Which is really important if um, walking is difficult for you. Mm -hmm. But then there is a fee to it. Yes. So, um, and then, but they're good if you want to take a break. Um, the other one I actually found is, I enjoyed, was a rickshaw. Yes, we did that one time. Where did we do that? Uh, we did that actually here in Amber Cove. Okay. Um, they're little rickshaws. So they are free to use, but they work for tips. So tips are expected. So you're going to need to carry cash. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so, um, you know, all those things. Um, in, these in these spots, like the private beaches, um, of course, some of them will have complimentary eating areas, mm -hmm. um, little buffets and things. But bars, you're going to be paying for those. You're going to be paying. There's restaurants. There's um, all sorts of stuff. So if you uh, commonly, you'll have to be paying for, for food at those ports as well. And, you know, when we were in Amber Cove, I stopped uh, and I looked at some of the prices. And uh, <laughs> I thought I thought it was actually pretty pricey. I think I recall like hamburgers were over like 15 16 dollars it wasn't it wasn't like discounted yeah no for sure um first of all i want to say uh tina girl travels you love the fish, <laughs> fish pedicure, pedicure yes <laughs> <laughs> um so uh yeah well i haven't tried that yet but. <laughs> i think you should next time yeah maybe i, I like ken is I, I think he'd just squirm the whole time i don't know <laughs> that you could handle it <laughs> so um amber cove though um so cost here's a good example. So kayaks 
for up to two people. Um, sorry, the photo's a little blurry there. $20 for half an hour, 35 for a full hour. So um, solar catamarans, zip lines, um, even they'll charge for umbrellas there, um, pool floats for the day, lockers, et cetera. So um, Wi-Fi. Um, so all those all those things can add up. Actually, the Wi-Fi, if you're not getting it on the ship, is reasonable. Yes, it's uh, commonly it's it's cheaper to um, use the Wi-Fi there. We also use an eSIM, um, like a secondary SIM in our phone. So if we want to get data in Mexico or wherever, we can do that as well um, mm -hmm. through a, through a private eSIM. So um, yeah, so that's kind of uh, the the different things at the private stops. Um, I did want to talk, we did want to talk about a couple things. Mm -hmm. Transportation in the ports. Yes. Um, so taxis, we like to take the bus sometimes if we're a little adventurous. Fun. Yeah. Um, shuttles, that kind of stuff. So those are things to keep in mind. Um, example, Mazatlan, if you want to go to the golden zone, um, you'll need to take a taxi. Well, we've walked it once, but it's a um, long walk. we took really a taxi back. Um, yeah. So those sorts of things can definitely add to the cost as well. And if you're a bigger group, you might need a bigger taxi, or if you're going to, um, say you're going to a private resort, um, maybe you're going to Mr. Sancho's and Cozumel, um, something like that, you have to find a transport transportation to get there. And, and sometimes they up. charge per person and sometimes it's per taxi. Highly recommend taking a picture in the port of the set fees. Yes, usually, commonly, they will have set prices and it'll be posted in the port. And we've had to refer back to the set prices when negotiating with taxis. Yeah. Um, because sometimes they like to inflate the price. Yes. So it'll all of a sudden they're telling you a price that's double or triple. And it's like, well, it's supposed to be this much. And then they're like, oh, okay, no problem. Yeah. So <laughs> that's, it's good to have a, have a, a, a photo of it. Um, so the other thing I wanted to mention is some excursions, though, will, and, and this kind of goes back to where we were, um, may or may not include food. Mm -hmm. So usually uh, i shouldn't say usually depends on the on the excursion but you know um for example we just went cave tubing and that in belize and that did include um kind of a chicken and rice lunch no beverage though. no beverage um yeah. but that's something to keep in mind mm -hmm. so i know we already talked about that for the private stops mm -hmm. um and the other thing we wanted to talk about is entertainers working for tips yes so You'll commonly see, and I don't know if we have a picture up, and I don't know that I would call these entertainers, but they are performing a traditional. Yeah, I think it's. Oh, I can't remember what it's called. The um, flying flordes, or the we had. A... Um. Anyway, they're yeah. they do like a musical act while swinging down, but they do expect tips. They do expect yeah, or you could call it donations. Donations. For... People will walk around before they start um, mm -hmm. looking for tips. Um, you'll see people with iguanas or parrots or monkeys or whatever, and they will want to, um, if you hold that, they'll expect a tip for that. Cliff jumpers. Yeah, if especially if you're taking a photo with anybody, mm -hmm. um, uh, they're they're expecting something in return for yeah that opportunity. Yeah. Um, yeah. Any other thoughts? I know you kind of wanted to say what that cruise would cost now with all your extras. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was just looking at that $414 cruise and you could very easily, um, instead of, you know, going on foot and having an inexpensive day where you just spend modestly, you might decide though, 
there's things you really want to do because now you've seen the presentation on the ship and they're talking about these cool things mm -hmm. and you're like, oh, I want to swim with the dolphins. So booking on the cruise line could cost you $165 to swim with the dolphins per person. And then you're like in Mazatlan, let's go for that all-inclusive beach day. Yeah. So that's your drinks and your food. That's another $100 per person. And in Puerto Vallarta, you've heard all about Rhythm of the Nights. That is $165. So each you would be looking at $430 to add on to your $414 cruise. So what's the grand total? Grand total would be roughly 100 oh sorry, $1,820 per person if you oh you know what I added on here things that we didn't talk about yet. Oh. So ignore that. We'll get back to that. Hold on. We'll it's expensive. Your $411 cruise or whatever it is. It's growing. It's, it's growing. growing. <laughs> we haven't talked about the other costs, Ken. Oh, okay. Well, we're moving on to the other costs right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah. So, but anyway, yeah, the excursions. <laughs> the excursions alone would cost you about $430 per person. So with a family of four, that definitely adds up. Well, and you know, your kids are going to want to swim with the dolphins. Yes. So Our poor kids have never swam with the dolphins. No, I know. They swam with the fish in the lake, but that's yeah. Actually, our kids have swam with the stingrays. Stingrays, and they love that. Yeah, but there was no dolphins. I think we felt a little stressed, though. When you have three children mm -hmm. in the lake or the ocean swimming, where you've heard of your... You had talked to someone recently that their trip was canceled because sharks came in. Yeah, they had um, gone to swim with the stingrays, and it got canceled because the sharks had been around. That was in uh, Grand Cayman. So we didn't tell our kids about this, so we're out there with them. And you got three kids and there's only two of you. So you spend the whole time like. But one, it wasn't, two, three, it was, one, wasn't two. deep. It was only kind of chest deep, but. But we, yeah. you, you feel like a lifeguard, even though we're not lifeguards. <laughs> <laughs> um, regardless, so uh, pre and post cruise costs. So we'll, we'll go through this one pretty quickly. Because um, you know what? Some people live right by the cruise and they can port and they can get dropped off. And that well, they can do minimum and there's no other cost. For, for us, for example, Vancouver is a port for Alaska. It's not that far. We can, if we, we could have family drop us I off at the train. I could have family drop us off. And just ride the train down there. So Or they could drive, or us, drive us in there. It's only an hour. Yeah. But often you don't want to inconvenience families. So there are extra costs. Yes. Uh, so but let's start out insurance. Insurance. So I have a medical plan for my work. So I could be like, oh, I'm good. Let's go. But for us... I don't want to risk something happening mm -hmm. abroad. You want to make sure that you are covered. If you fell, if you got hurt, if you had an emergency of some kind. And there was multiple evacuations of people or, or extract taking people off of the ship or <laughs> things that happened in port on our last cruise. Yeah. Um, so we actually had to meet up with a boat outside of um, not Cozumel, but um, Cancun. Cancun. We kind of went close to shore. And then the boat met us and took someone off. And, you know, hopefully everyone's okay. Um, but those Things, sorts of situations happen. Happens. Sometimes yeah. you, some people have gotten classic pneumonia and then yeah. need to be hospitalized. And you want to make sure that you, this doesn't really hurt you long-term. You want to have, be protected. And, and not only medical-wise, but also trip cancellation for flights or for, I don't know. The, you know, something happens and you aren't able to go last minute or different things like that. Um, so insurance is important. Mm -hmm. 
you'd and um passports and visas yeah, and like okay so we are canadian so we have passports when we travel which is easy it is better to have a passport even if you don't need one because if you do get sick or get removed from the ship mm -hmm. something happens it is definitely easier to get back home with a passport yeah but even i want to say before you see like a crazy good deal somewhere further away check and see if there's visas required yeah because um commonly like middle eastern cruises and asia um we may need visas for each of the port stops or some of the port stops. So that's something to think about. And those can be, those can add up in price as well. Price and take time to process. So you're going to want to research that and know yeah. before you pay for your cruise, <laughs> know what you're getting into. Parking. You know, this is that unexpected cost. And I actually priced it's not it. cheap. No. And I priced it out. For example, in LA, it was roughly the same cost to round trip shuttle. Mm -hmm. to the cruise port as it was to pay for a week of cruising. So for two people shuttling back and forth was about the same as, and these parking, the cities vary greatly. Yeah. And I saw some ports are around $20 a night. And I believe Manhattan is $45 a night. I know in Vancouver for, I think we were just gone for 11 nights and that was, I think, think around $170 Canadian, so maybe 130, 140. I know Seattle, we commonly, if we search and scour the deals, we commonly get kind of between 10 and 15, but $20 a night would be more normal in Seattle. In Seattle but if you're actually, you, that's parking at SeaTac. If you actually park though at the cruise port, oh yeah, it is um, much more expensive. Yeah, 100, I know, I believe it's $179 we just paid to park. For a week. Pre-booked for Alaska. So in, in like, Seattle, yeah. Yeah, so sometimes you get that really good deal and then you like pay for parking. You're like, that was half the price of my cruise fare. <laughs> How is yeah. that possible? Yeah, so um, yeah. parking is definitely something. Um, so if you have a friend that can drop you off, that's even better. Um, tipping porters, mm -hmm. it's expected. Um, well, it's one of those things. They take your bags. It's kind of expected, yeah. I think. Um, so um treat the staff well and they typically treat you well as well so yeah. um that's one um flights flights are can be expensive yeah. for sure um so we are always searching for a deal on flights but um that's something to keep in mind mm -hmm. hotels pre and post cruise of course you know everywhere from 100 100 to 150 dollars to sky's the limit 500 bucks and some places like for instance uh galveston uh is quite expensive in comparison mm -hmm. to uh, just staying outside of Houston. The price goes up significantly. Yeah. But if you stay, you know, 20 minutes away, it was. Yeah. We, on our last one, we didn't stay in Galveston. We stayed about 15 minutes outside of Galveston um, and we had a rental car and it was probably half the price. Yeah. So. I mean, Galveston would be a, is a lovely place to stay. We drove to Galveston. And the one thing is we couldn't get a car rental that we could drop off in Galveston for some reason. So we, we, we would have had to go back out anyway. So mm -hmm. um, those are things to keep in mind. And then transportation, again, car rentals, um, Uber, shuttles, taxis, et cetera, to and from the port. Um, if you're flying in, I know, like I said, we just did an hour and 40 minute Uber. And, um, and that, I was a little stressed because when we got off the ship, 
the price was really high for the Uber. Well, we checked our pricing on the Uber before we went, kind of did a mock booking, and we thought it was going to be about $90 roughly. And we got off the ship because we needed to take it to um, IAH. IAH. And there was traffic, and all of a sudden the prices were 200 250 on Uber, and Lyft was over $400. And we're like, oh, that's expensive. I was that's... like, oh, we should have just booked the shuttle. The shuttle I was the feeling like, oh, what yeah. have we done? <laughs> so, because that, you know, that was going to be about, I think, $60 roughly a person. And then we just kind of hung out and waited for about half an hour, and all of a sudden it dropped down to, to $90. And Lyft was still at that point over 200 so it came back to what we expected so if you are taking uber or lyft just keep in mind that the prices do fluctuate on how busy it is so oh. something and then of course um pre and post cruise food as well um so in the airports and everything like that um that can all add up all right do you want to go over your total cost for your yeah. cruise with yeah. all the excursions so, so with the basic fares that you have to pay in fees and doing the excursions and some basic add-ons. So I said, I looked at, so LAX was about $70 round trip per person for shuttle. Um, if you did the middle of the line internet package each, you're looking about $119. If you were doing the drink package, that would be an extra $495 per person. And if you didn't, if you went with the insurance, sometimes it starts around $50 per person. And you added on all those excursions on your $414 cruise. Not including flights. Not including flights would be $1,820 per person for your $414 cruise. <laughs> so don't so be fooled. <laughs> there's, but here's the thing. You can do that $414 cruise for $656. Yeah. Or you can jump and... I mean, you could go way higher than that, even yeah. way yeah. higher. And, you know, everybody has a different budget and whatnot. So when I tell all my friends, it's only $414, it's not the whole story. Hence why there's on the last day, there's commonly angry people uh, when they get their bill. I think it's better now that yeah. the um, companies, cruise companies, they on your app, you can often watch your, your fees. Mm -hmm. And it's a good thing to check because mistakes do happen sometimes yes. they enter room numbers incorrectly um so watch that but it's better now people can see the damage because it's on the app <laughs> rather than this bill showing up on the, the, last the end yeah. day so i remember our first cruise there was a lot of angry people on the last and day. that was pre-app yes and, and they, they'll print out each drink that you order yeah. like some people have like papers <laughs> and that's great if you can afford it and that's your holiday you know, cruise your way, do it, do it the way you want to do it. Absolutely. Um, we all have a different budget when we travel, but uh, yeah, it, it can get pricey for sure. So um, you can go from cheap to sky's the limit. And yeah, that's really the cost of cruising. So um, Andrea, did you have any final thoughts? And if there's any quick questions, I know we've gone on for a long time here. So I oh, know I think cruising is a great way to have a vacation. I think it is a wonderful way where you can have amazing meals, great entertainment, see amazing places and get to sample so many different cultures. Mm -hmm. um, it is, but you can, you can, 
you can do it on a small budget or you can do it on a large budget. It is, I think it's an amazing, fun holiday. Yes. Yes. So I, I kind of hope that for those of you who haven't cruised before or kind of thinking about cruising or maybe have only cruised a couple of times, this episode of the cruising show was able to help you out and just kind of help you understand what the costs of cruising are because um, it's a little complicated to say and you know, a two minute conversation. So hopefully um, this helped some of you out. Um, I'm not seeing any questions there. So I think we're gonna just end it there. We've gone on for a long time today. Yeah. So um, again, this has been the cruising show here on Northern Viking Explorer. Make sure to hit that subscribe button if you haven't done so already or follow us. And uh, yeah, we hope to have more of these episodes coming up. You can watch us here on um, YouTube and Facebook or listen to us again on your favorite podcasting platform. Thanks again for everyone for joining us. And until next time, have a wonderful week. Take care. Bye-bye.